Hey everyone, my name's Kieran, and I'm back again this week for the one-off cast where I'm joined by Mr. Daniel Ferry, and I hear you have a wee bit of ranting to do. I'm back at it again. Yes. I have 100% attendance, you don't. I know, uh, like, I'm, uh, that's my perfect attendance streak broken, I'm not going to get my wee certificate <laughs> now at the end of the year. <laughs> oh dear, there's actually a guy in school, I went to school with him, obviously, and he went to school every day from first year right up to upper sixth year and uh, I know he's not listening to this so I'm calling him out um, <laughs> Seamus you called him and I'll tell you why it's a fraud he got in the paper and everything and he's all oh, here's here's Seamus for his streak you know like his undertaker streak and everything and, but I went to school with him every day and there was a day he was really really sick it was like a fourth year he might have had COVID we just don't even know back then <laughs> But uh, he literally went home to school, said, yes, miss, I'm here, and went home. That's so it. That, the fix is on. The fix is on. Sham. So maybe that's why I put your wee voice on, just to, so, you, you know. That was me showing up and being all, yes, everybody, and then left. Kieran. Wow. I fucking hate PCs. Hi, PCs are dead easy. Do you not love PCs? They're so good. So last week on my Han Solo cast, um, I talked about, you know, hatred for the community and how they weren't supported and all. I'm just, too, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting boys today. I fucking hate PCs. <laughs> we spent the guts of an hour, an hour, trying yep. to set up something that we do every week for the past 23 weeks, by the way. 23. Yep. That was 24 today, episode 24. I know, is that 24 weeks? Um, so no, I, I like Bluetooth connectivity. It worked. It worked for twenty three weeks in a fucking row. But no, I just woke up this morning. And went, nah, nah, not gonna work. I'm today. just gonna show up no. and just say I'm here and then head home. Restarting and all this shit. And I, you Google it and they go on about your fucking drivers. I swear <laughs> to fucking Christ, I would never be a chauffeur high because the drivers would get all the grief high. Do you not update oh. your your PlayStation drivers as well for your oh. all our stuff? Oh, the the, the alt clicks and task managers and the task.drl Do you not never oh. have to end your your Nintendo Switch tasks? No, force quit I your Xbox. Fucking hate PC, <laughs> hate them. <laughs> Fuck me, hey, I, I I just you know I was diplomatic last week. I'm fucking just calling it. I fucking hate them. I hate them. Um. But in saying that, I need to buy a proper podcast, Mike, uh, because I was listening back to my solo cast last week and there was the odd twang. And it just annoys me, OCDness, because you're so crisp and so clear and so fresh. So and fresh then I'm so kind of like, I'm, I'm like, you know, breaker, breaker, what's your 20, breaker. <laughs> so, well, sure, so, uh, run over. That's grand, that's grand. But uh, I, I mean, if it's any consolation, I, uh, I used both a PC and a laptop during this setup. Uh, it, it's a, an Apple laptop because I wanted to like make sure Windows wasn't the problem, and it started updating halfway through and fucking about as well. So I were both in the same boat. <laughs> fucking hate them. Shit, they fucking hit them. Anyways. Let's move on to the next part of the podcast. So before we do move on to the inevitable section that I, I think you're going to bring up, uh, I just want to let everybody know that we are uh, on every week on any podcast platform of choice, but 
the one that we prefer is Anchor because you can drop us a voice message. We have two voice messages this week, but we'll get to them later in the show. If you want to leave a voice message for us on Anchor, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash oneupcast and clicking the little message button. You can record us a little voice message. We can put it in the show. And if you want to send us a message directly or follow us to keep up to date, you can follow me on Twitter at HarryAtomicYT. You can follow Daniel at Ferryman5000 or... You can also follow us on Twitter, and I got the Twitter wrong last week, so let's see if I can get it right this week. It's at oneup underscore cast. That's O-N-E-U-P underscore cast. Anyways, let's move on. You say you got the one-up message, uh, one-up cast Twitter wrong last week. Does that mean I, I edited your voice promoting the wrong Twitter? Aye. So that's what I mean. No, I got it twice. It means that I got it wrong two weeks ago and it got put on last week because I said oh, o- O-N-E cast. So, so somebody out there who's running the one cast got like a few <laughs> extra followers. <laughs> Just, oh, man. Uh, who's people? Why the fuck does everybody want me? me. I know why everybody <laughs> asking me about breaking news. I just fucking talk about the number one. What the hell? so how are you brother are you well i am flat out i'm feeling good but i am just i'm worked off my feet this week it's it's crazy i haven't even got a chance to play back for blood yet that's how bad it is so i was going to get on to you about that i know we'll do it live i'll 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 take my beatings fat but so what happened was was that last week i couldn't i couldn't get to the podcast last week because uh, i just was flat out all like all of Thursday. I think Pokemon. There was a new Pokemon set out called Celebrations. It's like the twenty fifth anniversary of the trading card set, and people go gaga for cardboard crack, me included. So we got tons of it on, pre ordered out the ass, and our downstairs just turned on the like uh, a production line of just because we wrap everything all nice and all to send it out. So we we're wrapping everything, box and everything, sent and everything. I got done. Everything was sent out on the thursday but the problem as then is that we don't pre-order all of our stock which means we always have stuff to put up on launch day just they feel a wee bit exciting about being able to post stuff because it feels shit whenever something comes out and you just post uh, out of stock on launch day so we posted some but then that means you have all of that work to do again for the next day do you know what i mean yeah so once the postman came and collected all the parcels all the orders that came on then for the remaining stock we were packing up for to get ready for the next day so that was that and then because of that then whenever a new set comes out we get fuck loads of trade-ins because we also take pokemon cards for trade-in so everybody opens all their new stuff and they go yes i got the one card i wanted here take all my shit now and then they send everything else our way so then you're working free trade-in so that's that was me but i think i'm on top of it now i'm back again we're grand my goodness so sounds like you need staff it does sound like I need staff. My goodness, I, I this is the joke that I bring up detach all the time. As all I'm gonna make some nerd's dream come true one day, and I'm just gonna be all, "Hey, see you. I'm gonna pay you to just sit there and count Pokemon cards forever, just sort them Here, I, by monsters I'll, and I'll color and all." I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll give it to me. I I have no love for the Pokemon, so I'll not. You're not have to worry about fucking me stealing Pokemon cards because <laughs> I don't know who Squigglypuff is and fucking Squirty Boo and all this guy on. So, uh, what is this squiggly puff? I'm all that's fucking two grand there. What he had, I always had Speaking of Pokemon cards, I think I touched on this before. I have wild beef with Pokemon, but um, as you know, but um, I always remember when I worked in game, mm-hmm. shock horror, <laughs> <laughs> he never talks about game. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> 
Like Gamecast? Um, game used to do like every so often. They did um, a Pokemon card if you brought on your game app and you scanned the app and you got a free card. Aye. And uh, all the beef I had with people because I wouldn't give them more than one card. And it was the same card. Yeah. And they're all, uh, can I have six of them? No. And it came to a point that I deliberately did it just to kind of see their minds melt. What do you mean? And it has all, it's literally one per QR code. But this is the best thing about it is, and they don't know this now, but if they did know this back then, they would be, their minds would melt even more. Game would just send on, or sorry, Nintendo would send on a box of about 1,500 Pokemon cards, but it was one skew. Aye. And that was it. So once the box was empty, you just read it off, and that was grand. So there's no quote-unquote retail value to it. So I could have given 50 away to one guy, but because they were such dicks, people slag retailers but at the end of the day it's people shoot themselves in the foot sometimes yeah so if you come in and it's like oh is there any chance I can get an R1 from my brothers at school today or just be polite just be uh, a nice person yeah, Like, but there are people coming on like literally throwing their, like, throwing their phones down on the counter not throwing their phones at me Jesus uh, and uh, can I get two I'm like no that's and not then how it works, the like. same guy will come back with somebody else's phone and then snap the card off you as I touched on last week, the, P, the, the, the PC community, certain circles are horrible. I'm adamant, adamant, and I would love someone's feedback on this. I think the Pokemon community is the worst gaming community out there. I really do. So I need to tap to very carefully. I'll extend it and say that there are some sects of trading cards, like trading card communities that are pretty bad. If you can find a nice group of people, it's great. So, like, I go down and play on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and I play Flesh and Blood, but there's plenty of other games going on as well. But it's a new shop, so everybody still has that, like, you know, everybody just kind of getting to know each other, playing together every week. And so nobody's really kind of started, like, being too comfortable yet, if you know what I mean. And so everybody's still dead nice, which is great. And there is the odd time that somebody pops in and they're, like, a wee bit sort of salty or annoying or whatever, but everybody calls them out on it straight away. So I think I've found, like, a nice wee niche. niche. So it makes me think that, I mean, or makes me know that there are nice communities out there. But I agree with you. There is some... uh, I think it's... There's some people that have, like, an entitlement. They... The stuff, so it's like, I... Like, it's like, oh, you're a game retailer... You don't know, you're not specific, they like trading cards, so therefore you don't know anything about Pokemon, but I do, so you have that for me, so you gatekeeping it from me isn't, well not gatekeeping, but you preventing me from getting it isn't right, do you know what I mean? And and, and I think that mentality kind of comes through. Um, But I, I, it's, the other thing as well is that, not they go too mad on there, but there's loads of people that like buy the cards, me included, and just put them in a box and forget about them for like 10 years. And then yeah. come and then come back and be like, "What's this worth now?" So like that's that's another sort of sect of it. So people see it as like not that it's a freebie now. It's like what'll it be in ten years whenever it's no long forgotten? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I like maybe because I am a game retailer and I am seen as the enemy because game is bad. Ooh. Um, but if anybody who worked with me or who came into my game store at the time when I was the manager there, I think I kind of ran a very good game store. It wasn't, you know... It was the best I'd ever seen it. I mean, I'm biased, but it was the best I'd ever seen it. There was, of course, there was upselling of things like that. Um, that's just breaking news. It's uh, it's my job. Um, but, 
But there was lots of community engagement, customer interaction. People were coming in talking about Roblox and no passion for Roblox, but I would entertain and chat to them and, you know, but just the Pokemon. My God, they were nasty, nasty people. And just for context, they were all adults. There was no kids. No, oh, kids, kids don't play Pokemon these days. It's all it's all us us old old boys now. <laughs> and at one point, Nintendo reached out to me to make the game store a Pokestop. Oh, and I, I said no. I said no. You were just I, like, I, no, I, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want any. Uh, and you would think what a game store said no to? I said no because they're, they're just horrible, 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 nasty people. And I would love to like. Oh, uh, like they may, they may be listening to this now. Go, you're a dick. I don't care if you think I'm a dick. I think you're a dick. <laughs> so, um, just, just be nice. Just be nice. I mean, I remember Pokemon launches having the uh, eggs of people from the store because I offered them a strategy guide, and I made a joke saying this will help you catch them all, and they went crazy. I don't need help. I think I remember you telling me. I don't need, help. I don't need help. help. Why are you trying to help me for? I'm like, my God, I'm also doing my job. You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I just don't, I don't get it. No. Nah, I just don't I, get it. Rant over about Pokemon. You that's all right. You, you, I hit PC too. PC and Pokemon? <laughs> Both of them a P. I know, fucking terrible. <laughs> Anyways, let's move. <laughs> before we lose. Before we, before before we, fucking, we get up, before uh, we lose all our listeners, all our Pokemon on PC fans. I know, we're all calm. I, they're, they're just they're not even listening anymore. I want to before we get onto jingles and stuff like that. I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode. It was literally last second. Uh, I called it a beta week. Um, uh, so Kieran was flat out, and I can actually confirm they wasn't lying because the amount of people that actually messaged me on social media asking, do I still work in game? Do you have these Pokemon cards? These is a 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary this year. I yeah. Like it was right like now. a white box with Pikachu in the middle I, of it or something. We had like two or five on his cheeks and all. I, yeah. And it was like game. We're actually crazy. Buzzy and you know, so fair play. I mean, so at last minute, um, we were not going to do a podcast, but I just texted Karen saying, listen, I will do it myself. I I didn't know how it was going to go. Um, I called it a beta thing. It would be a disaster. I just I just don't want to lose any weeks. So this is where I'm, you know, this might happen again. It might come to a point where Karen might have to do one on his own. Um, but uh, the love that I received was, it, it was actually quite humbling. And, you know, actually got to me a wee bit there on, Friday night, just like I, like I was a, wor- I was at work. You text me saying, uh, the podcast will be up at like twelve o'clock, and like I was crazy busy in work. Um, by the time I left work, my phone was lit up. You know, it was just like loads of messages, loads of DMs, mm-hmm. Twitter posts, etc. It was, it was very. And in regards to the insomnia, I got loads of great advice from people I know closely, people who listen to the podcast. Thank you very much. I, it's getting better. Um. Uh, last night I tried Valerian Root. Have you ever heard of this? I, I did, but I have no idea what it is. It was recommended to me because I had the same kind of problem. Uh, it was lavender yeah. sorted me out. Lavender spray. Uh. The downside is now is that every time I smell lavender, it makes me sleepy, uh, which gives me one more reason to hate Parma Violets. But uh, anyways, <laughs> what's the I, what's that, what's that uh, thing you're on about? 
So it's it's like a, it's like a herbal plant thing. I don't know. So uh, it was recommended to me there yesterday, and uh, literally knocked me out last night. I still woke up in the middle of the night and still like woke up at six a.m. Couldn't get back to sleep, but I mm-hmm. slept for a solid six odd hours. So that's baby better. steps. We're making progress, so it's getting better. So again, thank you very much to everyone who listened and fed back, and you know. It was very humbling, you know. Was thank you for the love. Essentially, is what I'm saying. You see, is that a, 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 it's a? I find that things like this can be like a mental block as well. And once yeah. you finally start to tackle it, and you know that you're not you're not tackling stuff by yourself, then mm-hmm. you're because you're trying to tackle the physical symptoms, but you're also trying to tackle the mental block. And breaking yeah. one helps the other. So, like again, well, on your behalf, like. Thank you, everybody that reached out and helped as well. It was nice from my end as well to see that, you know, people were so caring that it's not just people listening to us chat shite and do jingles every week. Do you know what I mean? That there's actually like people willing to reach out and help. It's great. It was a nice, humbling experience. I was showing Tash as well, and we were all buzzed. Oh, Brent, thank you. So, are we getting into some jingles? I think it's time to get into some jingles. You know what time it is? It's jingle time. Breaking news. What have you what have you got for us? What have you got for us? So I have so much fresh, fresh, fresh breaking news for you. I'm gonna go on that. Um uh so there's not there's actually not a lot of breaking breaking news, but there is lots of kind of stuff that's kinda of, I want to talk about anyway. So um so we'll get the, the bullet headlines at a point and you can jump on if you want to feedback or whatever. So ghost recon Ubisoft's Ghost Recon last week announced uh, a new game called Frontline. So I don't know if you've ever played a Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon game, but I'm sure you have. I, I dab- um, I've dabbled in a few of them here and there. They are, um, you know, kind of like strategic stealthy, you know, like, you know, somebody goes left, somebody goes right, and it's all coordinated and strategized. But for some reason, their new game, Frontline, is a Battle Royale, Warzone, Fortnite, clone thingy dingy and it's free to play and it has all this so they've gotten so much hate online everybody's going crazy everybody hates it so ubisoft has this morning actually uh has delayed uh delayed inevitably uh the game they're they're going back to the drawing board right uh there's a, 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 they're calling it a quote-unquote an indefinite delay so they're just uh, turning around and saying that's it. We're just we're pulling this the, back. We'll, we'll like keep you game, up to date. Like, yeah, like the, the trailer. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it. If anybody is listening, check it out on YouTube. Ghost Recon Frontline. There's gameplay. It wasn't like a sizzle reel or you know a CGI trailer. There's full gameplay. This game looked like 70, 80 percent done. Ready to go, like so, ready to go. So I I don't know if they're planning to have it at this Christmas or whatever. But that just shows you the power of. Battle Royale and Battle Royale is not going away anytime soon, and that's uh, madness. Because did you ever hear the rumor that Halo Five was meant to have a Battle Royale mode as well? I'm actually really surprised that it, that any sort of future Halo didn't. I, I mean, am convinced the next Halo will. I think at some point, maybe next year, maybe late next year, there will be a Halo Infinite Warzone kind of you know like they call them big battles where it's like 30 players on a map at the moment yeah this will be bigger battle or something like you know so i would ever decide to do it like 
But I, 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 I I'm, I'm convinced that it's gonna. I'm convinced they're gonna do something with. It. Like I mean, it's just sort of money sitting on the table, uh, really, these days. I'm just burnt out of battle royale games. I mean, it's just yeah, like never, never really, it. never really appealed to me to be honest. Never really I got think, me. Uh, you know what? There, there was a film actually, um, twenty years ago. Battle Royale. It's one of my Battle Royale. Oh, it's, yes. it's one. It's one of my favorite films of all time. And you know, it, like it was very niche back then. So the person that who start, started Fortnite or actually PUBG. Sorry, it's PUBG. It started it all. Hi. Um, they are obviously they had they had watched Battle Royale. And went, we need to make this into a video game. Oh, I. Um, but it's just it, it must hurt PUBG so much now because everybody's stealing their lunch money. So it's crazy. Um, because I'm sure PUBG's doing respectively well, but they're nowhere near in the facility, facility of Warzone or Fortnite. So there you go. So moving on, GTA trilogy announcement. Did you hear this one? Uh, I didn't, but I know that there is the trilogy coming out. What's the crack right, with? So GTA, GTA Free, Vice City, and San Andreas have been announced as a trilogy box set coming out this December for Santa. Yes. Santa's going to be busy. All the elves are going to be making that. Um, so they announced the trailer there last week. It's probably the worst kept secret in gaming. Yeah. Um, very alarming to me, though. Again, if anyone's seen the trailer, there's no gameplay. So I am convinced that these are straight ports with, you know, like up to resolution. I'm convinced. There's no, people are expecting, you know, graphical enhancements. No, I I think I, this is just a cash on. I I would yeah. not be surprised if this was just a cash on. The honestly, the only reason why I think that they're doing this is so that people will fuck up about GTA Six. Yeah, I think I, that's all yeah, it is. I, so that it's like, oh well, they can't do GTA Six because they just brought that out, and it gives them a bit of time. And these games all have PC versions already, which means that yeah. it's not like there's any sort of taking the old source code from like PlayStation yeah. Two and trying to change it. They had like these things have already been ported to PC, which means that like. It's already on, I mean, as much as PCs are doing our heads on today, it is the most versatile platform. It's the platform, if there is a game on, you can port it to pretty much anywhere relatively easy. So, well, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful segue because as of, again, this morning, um, GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas have all been removed from Steam. Ah, right. So you can't, uh, mm-hmm. There's no. there's no cheaper option here. So you can't buy them individually anymore. Wow, that's a bit shitty. So that's a bit cheeky as well. It is very so cheeky. I, the twitters are uh, Twitter and the Instagrams are blowing up. People are going mad about how this is not fair. Uh, my question to them is, how the fuck do you not already own this game? <laughs> I who who was who was waiting the payday this month to buy <laughs> GTA fucking 3. GTA three? Hey, <laughs> just like man, this is the month man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull I the trigger. Like... <laughs> I'm gonna pull the trigger. I've heard good reviews about this. Like, I'm not saying there's not people out there that maybe are, you know, feeling a bit nostalgic this month, but I wouldn't say it would be a great amount of people. I would expect it to be one or two people being like, hey, anybody notice GTA's not there anymore? Not Uh, like outrage. I just think sometimes, and uh, again, this is where people are going to get annoyed probably. I just think sometimes people just want to be annoyed at something. I I bet you they're Pokemon fans. That's all it is. They didn't get their 25th (laughs) anniversary boxes, so they can't be raging at the fucking reprints. (laughs) 
So they're oh, like, hey, Roger. I didn't get any boxes, so uh, I'll, I'll play GTA Vice City instead. <laughs> I just want to unwind and get what I want. That's hey, a I'll unwind. You know what, down, hey? I've got a spare couple of quid this month. I'll finally shell out on GTA 3, hey? <laughs> Fuck it. It's time to go back. <laughs> but you just know what's going to happen now is that they're going to show gameplay of these games and it's going to be the same thing. And as you say, people just want to be annoyed. So people are like, OMG, I can't believe this. But you know what's worse? What? You know what's worse? People will still buy it. Uh, it'll still sell squillions and it'll make them tons of money and it'll be all all good and they'll announce big profits and it'll be all class and yada yada yada. Yep. And you'll get the... It'll probably sell... It'll probably do well, really well physically, I'd imagine, because you're going to get Joe Blog's mommy in HMV or game or whatever going, oh, here's GTA, my 12-year-old will like that. Because that's what happens. Well, I, um, I, this is what's going to happen because what's the core audience of GTA these days is twelve year olds, twelve year olds who are playing GTA Online. Because when, when the G, GTA Five is what ten years old now, yeah. So if someone yeah, is so if someone is sixteen years old, in fact, even better, if someone's eighteen years old, let's actually stick to the name, the number on the box, which nobody cares about these days anyway, seemingly. But mm-hmm. if 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 you're an 18 year old now sitting down to play GTA 5, you that game came out when you were eight. Uh-huh. And I doubt you're playing GTA before that, or at least, you know, you're probably not, you know, playing it fucking very often. But the hang I'm the hang I'm saying now is that who is this appealing to if not the people that are gonna buy it physically? Do you know what I mean? Because if you've got a kid now who's run the bike getting his million shark dollar points on his F fighter jet on GTA. You know what I mean? I don't know what people do on fucking GTA Online. But, like, how are you going to sell GTA 3 to someone where that's their only Grand Theft Auto experience, or at least yeah. the primary one they've had for ages? It's like, oh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you just do Grand Theft Auto stuff, but, like, not online. It's like, well, what's the fucking yeah. point? Do you know what I mean? Whereas right. we just kind of liked, you know, doing the missions and driving around and causing fucking anarchy, and that was it. Because that was that was I, that was the selling point. I always remember uh, the GTA launch on PS4. I might have said this story before, but just for context and for new um, listeners, and for new listeners, I always remember um, me telling one customer who had her ten-year-old had to be a ten-year-old with him, uh, with her. Sorry, and uh, I said, "I'm listening to this game's eighteen." Um, you know, and I said verbatim, it should be at 21 if that was a rating. Hey. I was trying to drive home the force, the, the point, without saying it, your son, your 10-year-old son shouldn't be playing this game. Yeah. And she's all, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, for example, there's full frontal male nudity in it. Um, and <laughs> she went, he's seen worse in the house. See, that... I've heard, I've heard you mention that story before, but it never, the gravity has never lost on me. What the hell? <laughs> what? I just stared at her. I just stared at her. I was just like, my God. And as you say, people don't care about age ratings anymore. And it's unfortunate because, like, I really do. You know, I'll give you an example. My my daughter, is uh, she's coming six now at the end of this month. And uh, she's going through this phase where she is obsessed with watching YouTube videos. Yep. Um, so she watches streamers. So there's Ethan Gamer. Shout out if he's listening. Of his hey. 16 million subscribers, he's listening to us. I know he is. Is that the And then there's a, a called, yeah, and there's a girl called Cookie Swirl. Right. Um, 
so she, she like they would do streams of Roblox and Minecraft, um, very block focused Lego games. Uh, it's all uh, imagination then, play almost. Yes, yes. So there was one game that uh, Ethan was playing last night, and uh, it was Five Nights of Freddy. Oh right, and, uh, and uh, that's why she was all daddy. Can I watch this? And I, I, I just looked at the thumbnail and I went, nope. And that's from a thumbnail. Yeah. Because I know she, she would have nightmares. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I mean, I think we are in the culture where people just, you know, there's a game where you go play that, and it's unfortunate. Um. Because I think Joe, uh, Joe wrote on this about three or four weeks ago and talking about this as well, and. I think when you work, I think it's different when you work in that environment. You 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 take it more seriously because you can see how, and when you have children, then. But I think if you know, majority of people who don't, they just don't care. And yeah. it's unfortunate. And this will uh, why it will sell gam gangbusters. Oh, I. Well, so. actually, here let me ask you a question. Here's a question that I I, I have. So I'm going to jump ahead and I'm going to skip all the other four questions that we have here. And feel free not to answer it. If you don't want to answer it, we can always edit it out. It's no problem. So if people are hearing this, obviously you have ed- uh, answered it. But see from a parent's perspective, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I discuss this all the time. We, we t- well, not all the time, but I talk to Tash about this all the time. This came up in a conversation we were having. From a parent's perspective, right? How does mm-hmm. the pressure of knowing that other kids are allowed to do something? How does that affect your decision? So, like, if, if other kids are... Let's use GTA for an example again. If other kids yeah. were playing GTA and that's going to be the yeah. hot... Or even Fortnite or anything like that. It's going to be the, yeah. the hot playground topic. So you know that there's a social development aspect there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's something, so you, no, don't, I will. I, but it's something you don't I, agree I, with. Would that sway your, your, your decision? They I, allow you... Do, like no, your kid um, to play it? I, I will answer this because it's funny it's kind of how it happened so I always call it the also might be mentality. useful for all our parents listening too but sorry go on yeah. so I call it the playground mentality where one person has it and then they t- it's kind of like it harkens back to the days of you know when you had a Super Nintendo and you're like oh I beat the boss and I got this cheat and you know you're going home and trying to do said cheat but obviously we have that internet now so I you, know, you can just look it up but at the time anymore. it was all playground rumors um, and there's a social aspect to it yep, that if you're exactly. not if you're not in you're left behind almost so there's so it's kind of already happened kind of to me and this will happen more as my daughters get older so Emily loves the Roblox. Yeah. So what she would do is she would watch her wee streamer play in Ro- so Roblox is kind of like the best way I can explain it. It's kind of like Minecraft or Lego, but it's so if Minecraft kinda, is Lego, Roblox is no the Mega Blocks. Yeah, like the other ones. That's much, the way I always uh, look at it. You can create your own levels and your own maps, and you know some people go crazy on it and have some really detailed areas. So. These streamers would go, today we're looking at theme park land or we're looking at haunted mansion or whatever. So Emily would watch these streamers and go, oh, I want to play that, mm-hmm. that, that section of that map. And uh, But there was an instance there a couple of weeks ago where she wanted to play with one of her girls in her class because she plays it too. Mm-hmm. So we have Roblox lockdown where she can't communicate with anyone. Yep. Um, she doesn't even know it's a feature. She just runs around and she thinks she. You see all real life people, and uh, she just runs around thinking they're kind of a part of the game. Yeah. So 
she was told in her you know playground classroom or whatever that oh no we can play together Aye. so I looked into it then and uh, in order for them two to play together we have to set up a private party but it's not like me and you talking now in a private party it's a private like it's kind of like a private server Aye. but in that in that server you could end up talking to anyone yeah so I just went no and it's kind of like tough love in a sense where and it wasn't just like no and then that was ended I had to sit down and explain to her why as all listen you know can't do this because you, if you talk to her, other people that you don't know might hear you, other people you might know might make fun of you. And, you know, maybe I'm treating her too much with kitty gloves, but the internet's a horrible place. It is. So, and, you and know, I just you, you can want, only go forward. You can't take it back if anything happens. You know, I'm a big boy, and my issues with uh, World of Warcraft there two weeks ago, I wash it off, but try to tell a six-year-old that. I just don't want that to happen. You know what I mean? Aye. So, um, and it will... It will accelerate as she gets older. I just know there'll be, you know, maybe now when she's seven, eight, she might look for a phone. That won't happen until she's in first year, things like that. So it's kind of, you know, tough. You have to set your own boundaries and stick to it in a way. You know, I think there should be rules. And if we just give our children everything, what they want, um, you know, I'm 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 a big advocate of like, yes, we are in 2021. Yes, our children need to understand technology mm-hmm. and they actually teach it in schools now as well oh, you know, never tablets and things like that um, but I think there should be a certain limitation because these phones and tablets and PCs and consoles are making us stupid they're making us stupid because yeah. we're, we're being consumed too much on it and I, I know it would be very easy to hand my daughters two tablets for eight hours a day and just let them zone out in the tablets and then I get to chill out but I wouldn't do that. I think there should be play time, imagination time, you know, just give mental yeah, stuff. Uh, yeah, variety but, beyond yeah. just sitting there and just having YouTube scream at you for eight hours. Yeah, exactly. And don't get me wrong, when, you know, on the weekend, you know, they get extra tablet time and things like that. That's their treat. That's their right. reward. But they know that's a reward. And um, But I just, I, just, I just think, you know, they're so... I don't want to sound like this judgmental parent because every different strokes, different folks... But there's children I see out there who just sit on a tablet for ten hours a day, and I, I just don't want I just don't want that Aye. to be, you know, because you can see it in the, the generation coming up as well. It, it, you know, with their social skills and their interacting, you know, it does affect all that. And you know, I, I kind of went off on a topic a tangent there about technology. But in a nutshell, um, you know, no, I, I, I definitely think you just need to kind of be firm, but. I, explain to them why you're being firm yeah so if a game is scary explain them though you'll have nightmares and you know you don't want to watch that because it's scary and you don't want to be scared so because she actually perfect example she asked me could she, could i play hello neighbor and she could watch me oh right uh, because she said it looks very hard because you had to climb and jump a lot could you play hello neighbor so it was on game pass and me being naive didn't really do any homework i just looked at the I just thought the, it was like hide and seek thing and or looked, something. Looked, and... It looked, looked bright and cutesy and everything. So I downloaded it. This was actually two days ago. And uh, I started playing it. And it was just basically the, the premise of Hello Neighbor, from what I understand, is 
you have to get under this guy's house and steal the key. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, it does a wee cutscene where he sat a key in the table and she, my daughter was all to me, Daddy, oh, you had to get that key. I was all right. And his house is kind of like bought up like Fort Knox, but it's kind of like Home Alone traps where, yeah. you know, like there's water and there's a toaster in the water and things like that. So it's all kind of comical. But if he discovers you, the tone of the game completely changed. It went dark and the music kind of went Jaws-like and he runs after you like Jason. Yeah. And she started screaming. So I was like, nope, turn it off. And she's like, oh, daddy, that was too scary. I was like, I didn't know. That's my fault. I'm really sorry. I... And uh, she's all, and she was, she was understanding. Oh, I didn't know it was like that, daddy. She almost thought she was in trouble. I was like, no, it's not your fault. Daddy should have looked into it more. Aye. And this is where I think we should be very careful because a game might look cutesy and smart and pretty where, and then we go, yeah, work away. You don't know what your child being. It's, it is it is about engagement too at the end of the day, isn't it? It's, yeah. It is about just not taking things at face value and going, it's all right, work away. Like uh, it is about I, getting to know and trying to stay up to date with the, the, the latest, the, the new hotness or whatever everybody's yeah. on do. And uh, that actually is a nice segue to a point I need to talk to you about, actually. Um, keeping up to date and things. And so I got my Switch OLED uh, last week. Um, I'll talk about it later on, my actual opinions of it. But um, as you said, keeping up with the Joneses of technology. So there's going to be parents out there who are getting their kids Nintendo Switches for Christmas. But there's also going to be parents out there who kids who already have a switch but there's a new switch coming out well it's, it's actually already out it came out last week there yeah the oled switch um there's going to be parents out there who are going to have an absolute nightmare come christmas morning and i actually feel for them because i'll tell you why so i very much keep up the, with the joneses with hardware and games as you know mm-hmm. um but uh so i i had a switch and I had a 400 gig SD card. Right. And my Switch, because I've shit loads of games downloaded. And uh, the, so my, so before I sold my Switch, I sold my Switch about two months ago, would you say, Kieran? Mm, yeah, about that, I. Uh, so I sold my Switch uh, to Pukka Pukka Games. Plug, plug, plug. And, uh, plug, plug, plug. And uh, so my mindset was right, I will copy everything to the SD card. Okay. Uh, so then when I get my new switch, pop the SD card on, I'm away. It doesn't work. Right. So, yes. What do you, ex- what do I explain to you the process that I had to endure the day I got my switch OLED? And I actually feel for parents this Christmas because you're going to pay parents. They're so going to just lose the rag and tell their kids to start over again. You know, just start your saves or whatever. Right. So, I got my Switch in the post. Brilliant. Happy days. Um, so I, uh, I turned it on, signed into my account, uh, then turned it off, put in my SD card at the back, my 400 gig one, uh, turned it on. It detected my SD card and it said, this Switch is t- uh, tied to another console. Please sign in. Right. And I was already signed in. I was all right. You're asking me to sign in again. Aye, so no signed in again. So I thought maybe they're validating the games on it or whatever. So it signed on. I did a wee spanny thing, and then it, pro- it prompted me, this is detected to an old switch. In order to use this SD card, you need to reformat it. But no, because all your stuff's on there. Yeah. Right. So, so turned off the console, took out the SD card to, 
to prevent it from being corrupted and all that kind. Did my homework online, and apparently, nope, you can't. You can't use a memory card from one to the other, so I have to format it. Right. I was all right. Okay, so went back on, put it on, formatted it, went onto the eShop, downloaded all my games, and this wasn't like four or five games. This is about fucking 50 games. Well, it's a 400 gig card. So, like, and you're pretty active, yeah. so. Yeah. So I downloaded all my games, so I was right. So that took a while. That took about six or seven hours because shock hard. The Nintendo Network internet downloads are not that fast. <laughs> okay. um, so, so downloaded all of them. Now you would think, you would think, if you downloaded a game today off PlayStation, Steam, Xbox, whatever, yep. you would think that it would download the latest version of the game. That would be what I would imagine. I because yes. you want everybody so, to have the newest version. Exactly. So. I'll give you an example. Stardew Valley, one of the greatest games I've ever ever made. Mm-hmm. And it's a joy to play on the Switch. Downloaded that. Brilliant. Then you have to download the update. Right. Then after that, in order to launch the game for the first time because you purchased it on the console, I had to sign on. Right. So I had to do this for 50 games, Kieran. Right. And then also after that, I had to download cloud saves that I had on my previous console. So I had to download the game, download the patch, sign on, and then down, uh, download my cloud save. And imagine you didn't this have cloud saves me, and, and all your saves were local and your oh, memory yeah. card. You'd be this fucked. took me the better part of a day and a half. And I'm quite techie. This took me a day and a half. Just to, to get your new my, console going? Just to get my console set up. Um, It's such a painful convoluted process however i the people out there going ah but you can transfer remotely from one switch to the other you can so whilst i sold uh pick a pick games plug plug plug, 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 plug. Um, my switch i was using my wife's switch light to kind of keep, keep me going mm-hmm. so i put everything onto that uh so you would think you know, if you're copying from one device to the other, it'll Bluetooth over. So I, that's what I did at the very start. But if you move, so if you have two switches side by side, you want to move uh, content from one switch to the other switch, mm-hmm. you have to delete. It It, it takes the content all off the old switch. So, you so can't it like have both. deactivates the old one? Yes, yes. Right? So you can't have both. So really, what? if if you have a if you so you, if you wanted a switch upstairs and a switch downstairs or a switch to keep in your bag like a switch light yeah. to go traveling yeah. with and your OLED in the house they play all yeah. nice tough yeah. you just can't do that. Well, you can do it, but you have to do it the way I did it. Pain in the Nintendo's ass. Way, yeah, if you want to do it Nintendo's way, it wipes everything off, and you'd have to download and wipe each time going back and forth. But as you say, let's just say you're traveling on a train and you're like, you know what, I'll take my Switch Lite with me because it's plastic, it's more rugged, I can fire it in a bag. Right. And then if I have the cloud saves, it will upload the cloud, uh, save to the cloud. And by the time I get home, then I can play on my other Switch. Yeah, You can't do it. You can't do that by the way I just explained the long convoluted way. However, if you did it Nintendo's way, you would have to go home, set your Switch Lite beside your your new hotness, your Switch OLED, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, it would download, but it would wipe everything off your old switch. So and then if you're going 
Uh, so if you're going back to the train the next day for work, you'd have to do the, the, the opposite then, transfer off your old switch onto your... It fucking doesn't make sense. Right, well, it really doesn't make sense because... So, what's the point in cloud saves then? Because the whole selling point of cloud saves is, oh, I can I can save on my upstairs computer and I can go onto my downstairs computer, log onto my Steam... And the game is there. No, it's it's up to date. It's already installed on both machines. I have to log yeah. in anyway, so it knows that I I own it. If anybody else came in and signed under their Steam, they wouldn't be able to play it. Yeah. And I get my saves. So the whole idea is that your saves aren't st- aren't tied to a device. You can use them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Xbox yeah. and PlayStation do the same thing. You pay for the service. You get the cloud saves. You can then go to your upstairs Xbox or PlayStation and play and blah blah. So really. What Nintendo were saying are is your, your cloud saves exist in case you break your switch. Yeah. So really it's an insurance against hardware failure. Yeah. And are Nintendo really trying to sell a feature based on hardware failure? That's so I that's I do have that's my, backwards, have two, what the hell? Yeah. I have I have my two accounts on my switch light mm-hmm. and on my switch OLED. If I want, so you have to set up a primary. So my Switch Lite is now my primary console. Nintendo believe that that's my main device, which is not. Right. My OLED is my main console, but I had to set that up as a secondary console. If I take my OLED out of the house and I'm sitting on a bus, hypothetically, yep. and I try to launch one of my digital games on my OLED, it will ask to connect to the internet to verify if I purchased it right. for a portable console. So if I don't have an internet connection, I can't play that game on my portable console. Yeah, and yet they don't offer like a 3G version or anything like that where you can no. play on the go? No. What? Is... So Nintendo the... really do come up with their own way. They do have to reinvent everything, don't they? Yeah, and uh, there's going to be parents out there It's going to just go, nope, nope. You know, oh, if you want this one, you have to get rid of the other one. You can't have both. Aye. And I know it's a very niche thing, but Jesus Christ, my Aye, God. People and sell reason- stuff all the time. They pay for new stuff. Sure, yeah. look at any CEX whenever a new version yeah. of, like, say whenever the PlayStation Slim came out, how many people yeah. were trading on their, their original oh, yeah. PS4s to get a PlayStation 4 Slim or the Pro? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, sure, there's, there's a game themselves ran offers being, like, trade on your PlayStation and get X amount off a of PlayStation Pro because they know mm-hmm. that you're not going to have both devices to do a transfer because that's not what people yeah. do. And uh, the reason why, I ultimately, why I do it is uh, it, was, it was actually because of Animal Crossing because my wife and daughters are obsessed with Animal Crossing Hi. and I had a digital copy and I didn't want to buy the same game twice. Hi. So, you know... That's the reason why I initially set it up just for that one game, um, but no, it's just a very frustrating, convoluted process that doesn't need to be there. It's just ridiculous. So Sounds it's Nintendo it. being Nintendo. My so, goodness. Move on. That's that rant over. I can <laughs> that out of my notes. Um, so uh, back for blood is out now, folks. I have dabbled uh, probably about an hour into it. I haven't played too much. I've only really played the first act in the beta. I'm kind of saving myself for when Kieran is free so we can proper get stuck into it. Sunday. Um, what? Definitely Sunday. Sunday? At the latest okay. Sunday. Okay. Perfect. Um, I mightn't be able to play something. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Before the podcast, uh, AEW's on a Saturday night this week. 
It so is. I think I'm watching it Sunday night because I, I think my friend's calling over to watch it with me. So <laughs> I might have to do much. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be one of those days because I have um, I have flesh and blood tonight. All right, another tournament yeah. tonight because I'm like I'm trying my best. I'm top two hundred in the UK at the moment. So oh, check try- you out. That's what I'm saying. I'm, but it's bec- it, it's it's out of sheer numbers. I'm playing law of averages. I'm going to like two tournaments a week, uh, sometimes three. So I've got a tournament tonight, and then tomorrow, uh, me and Tash and a friend are going to see a musical. Cause Tash wanted to see it, and it's in town now, and her birthday's coming what up is, in like December. What is sad musical? Huh? What uh, I, honestly, musical? I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, I, I Tash just sent me a link and was like, "I'm raging that this isn't here in December because we could have went for my birthday." But sure, that's what I want for my birthday. Take me to a musical, and I was like, "Well, that's the one you want to see." So we'll go to that one instead. So we had to buy tickets for because that's what I was saying. Whenever you were fixing your PC, remember I was saying it's okay if they order something online. Like, take your time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was ordering tickets for tomorrow night. So I'm doing that tomorrow night. Saturday. Uh, what's Saturday? Fuck, I can't even remember. But there's something on Saturday. Maybe Saturday night. Who knows? We'll see. I'm free Saturday night. Uh, that's great. Uh, speaking of musicals, if your partner's on two musicals, if it ever comes to Northern Ireland again, there's a musical called Blood Brawlers. I don't know if anyone has ever listened to it or has seen it. I've seen it five times. Well, well, it is fucking brilliant blood brawlers is about uh two brawlers separated at birth and they end up becoming best friends and they don't know that they're brawlers oh spoilers uh oh, but Jesus. it's so good i've seen it five times i took my wife to it uh many moons ago pre-children uh, and i always remember her walking on to the you know the, the sitting area and she was looking at the stage and she was she just looked at me as all is this like a call of duty game but a play <laughs> I thought no it's actually really good and she walked out in tears and floods so Amazing. definitely worth it also you, you trigger thoughts about plays I fucking love musicals um, I'm, I'm like people are like wow he likes musicals um, but have you ever seen Wicked no I haven't Tash loves musicals so and she, she talks about it all the time you need to see Wicked it's uh, it's how the Wicked Witch and Wizard of Oz became Wicked I heard about it. Tash was uh, telling me all about so, it. She went to see so it in London. Good. She was buzzed with. We went and seen it in London too. And uh, spoiler, there's a big emotional song just before the end of the first act. And uh, we seen it in London. And Ashleen, when Ashleen was pregnant, she got very emotional mm-hmm. uh, before she we before she she knew she was pregnant. But if she got if she cried over the size things, she doesn't like, stand mm. a chance. <laughs> So she cried her eyes out at the end of the first act and that night we took a pregnancy test and we were pregnant. <laughs> and then the second time with my second daughter, Batman v Superman. I'm going to spoil Batman v Superman for you. So if you don't it. want it spoiled, so you have a five second warning right, right now and you can come back in a month. But right. in Sp- Batman v Superman, have you seen it, Kieran? Is it that uh, both Lermaz are called fucking... Well, no. So no. in Batman, here's your spoiler, three, two, one. Batman v Superman, Superman dies. Right. He dies. Doomsday kills him. Dies. Right. We were watching this at home. Ashen cried her eyes out. And, and, and Superman was died. That, was that baby number two? And I looked at her and I was like, you need to take a pregnancy test. 
and she was pregnant. So that's so Batman v Superman. A lot of people hate it. I I found out I was having a large baby at the end of it. So it's a very special. Holds a special place for you. <laughs> so when you one go, life ends so, and our life begins, <laughs> maybe, maybe my daughter is uh, the reincarnation. That's that re- of reborn Superman. There you go. So she got like you know she knows how to wreck. So hopefully, you you know, so there you go. So there. So where were we? I'm going on the tangent. Uh, um, uh, you said you played about an hour of Back for Blood. Oh yeah, so Back for Blood. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Chatting absolute shit. Eh? Absolute. Is it funny how you're um, only knock out like a coherent podcast? <laughs> by yourself in like an hour and it was great and all of a sudden I come along and it's like hey musicals are class my wife was pregnant at the end of Superman anyways Fire for Blood's good <laughs> what the fuck Nintendo shape Nintendo shape um, PCs fucking suck so Back for Blood from the hour I played it's fucking hard it's very very hard right. very hard um, however I will say the people I was playing with it, shout out to them the boys who were playing with um, it we weren't really taking it seriously. Um, we we're just kind of treating it like a run and gun. Yeah. Where it is, and it, this is what actually pleased me, and this is what actually I really look forward to playing with you because one final cure and see when you know he's in the zone for left for dead. No, he he will be super coordinated. Right, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to tackle this from the left side. We or we need to do this or we need to go on with this loadout or whatever. So Can't left for dead is coming back. Hey. Yeah, it's it's like that. So. You could go on straight away and go, oh, I keep getting knackered straight away. It's stupid hard and then lower the difficulty. However, I can't wait to play it with yourself where we know we go on with certain loadouts, certain challenges and certain, right, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. Yeah, whenever so, we get our um, strategies down. Yeah, uh, look, I can't wait for that. So um, people that asked there a couple of weeks ago about doing a Twitch stream, I'm going to give that over to Kieran because I haven't a clue. So if that happens... We, we will we will do it and we'll get uh we'll get a bit more we'll, we'll get comfortable with the game and figure out what we're doing and then i'll start looking on that on my end but maybe in the next like two or three weeks we'll get something up and yeah, running perfect we'll probably have slots so, open as well we'll get some games with some friends and all as well if they're free perfect and speaking of out now so i mentioned there last week uh far cry 6 right is out getting right. very good reviews um but a lot of complaints as well about how big and how much there is to do in the game Uh, strange complaint uh, strange complaint however i can actually echo that complaint because maybe i'm just ahead of the time maybe i'm just you know maybe the kids are wrong and i'm just right but uh (laughs) this is my beef with assassin's creed valhalla assassin's creed valhalla and as i touched on before i'm not going to it again but it was too big and there's too much to do it was too long and it was at the point where i'm like well you just let it end and i think ubisoft to the same publisher i don't are they just thinking now quantity equals quality? See, I don't know. This is my point, though, whenever it comes to stuff like that, is that if a game is long enough and is good enough, I'll, I will I will put the time in. It, it will take yeah. me years. Persona 5, yeah. for example, that game mm-hmm. was super long. It was great. I didn't want it at the end, and I put the time in. But uh, And then the other example I used the last time was Castlevania Lords of, Sha- uh, Lords of Shadow, which... What was great, what but it it was about 30 hours too long. That was yeah. back whenever every game had to be 40 hours. So if you just give me busy work, I have enough yeah. things that make me busy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need to be made busy. 
So, but yeah. if you give me a hundred hours of meaningful good stuff and the game needs to be that long, no problem. Yeah. So whenever people are complaining about loads to do, I, I, I'm assuming it's all busy work. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, I just wouldn't be interested. I'd be like, well, if I'm going to yeah. be busy and bored, I may as well be busy and bored doing like me monthly accounts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I actually I get something mean, out yeah. of it. So it'll be interesting to see if they, you know, address it or anything. But that was my big gripe with Valhalla. And if it wasn't for lockdown, I would never have completed that game. Yeah. Um, but I actually was, actually, I, I, I ended up hating the game because of it. But because I invested so much time, I wanted to see the end. Um, but I should have, I just should have walked away. Um, I remember reading a, a review. So I don't know if you've ever played a Far Cry, but basically you go mm-hmm. to these and cap encampments and you capture them so they have a red flag you have to change it to a blue flag yeah but i've read that they so in the end game spoiler um in the end game there's like a weekly service update where it's a live game where people you know ai can basically go on and steal your bases again right and it's just like why why would you make that decision like you've managed to spend 50 hours unlocking this entire map and you're no, how you yeah, do it again, it's though. just slowly attritioning it back to being locked yeah. again and they're like oh, if you recapture it this base will give you more rewards and stuff but it's uh, um, no, I just don't like that no. are, are there any and, and I'm fully expecting this to be no I'm not this isn't the leading question are there any microtransactions tied not yet not yet do anything no because I was about uh, to say if they're will. locking bases up and they're gonna maybe sell you like remember like Metal Gear did like insurance like base insurance yeah like yeah. if there's anything like that remember that they sold fucking you insurance you as a mi- yeah. insurance oh as a microtransaction keep your bases while you're offline what the fuck like Anyways, do you remember that they, they charged you eight quid for us an extra safe file as well aye that was the one what do you call it it was like the uh, open world Metal Gear that they tried the, to rub uh, off Left 4 Dead a wee bit it was the, the yeah, there was the one after uh, Hideo, uh, Hideo left. left I, the zombie one. Can't even uh, remember. Fuck, hey, that seems like a fever dream now, doesn't it? Yeah, so I think that was like a quid on Steam last week, and I don't think anyone has ever purchased it. Anyway, so. See, the quad up front, uh, the, the quad up front sounds nice, but the nine pound save files really get you. Like, and speaking of a quad up front, a beautiful segue, it's almost like it's I know it's up. Hey, we're, we're born for each other so, today. My Game Pass is expiring in <gasps> five days' time. It's up. It's gone. I think I might Forever. know what you're talking about here. Yes. Because I, I did the same thing, brother. Yes. Beautiful. So I am bestowing this upon the people because I, I thought this was a well-known thing. However, there's, there's actually several people who I know who are paying ten ninety nine a month. And if you're happy, give Microsoft ten ninety nine a month for a fantastic service. More, More party. However... The way I look at it, we're, we're, we're still having recovered from this lockdown. People's overtime's down, people's money's down. If you can save some coin now, by all means do it. And now I'm going to teach you how to save some coin. So if you are a Game Pass subscriber, let it expire. It has by, to expire. If you don't it do it, you will, you will fuck it up. Make sure yes. it expires. Log in, see that it expires. Not on the day yes. it expires, the day after. Sorry, gone on, because I made that yes. mistake and I had to wait like an extra three months. Well, that's beautiful because I was going to do that, so you saved me there. It has, so, has to be the day that it's, act, like the day after, like the day that it's actually so, gone, because so on the last day, hours, yeah. it'll it'll mess it up, but gone on. So after it expires, what you got to do is buy a year's worth of Xbox Live Gold, not a Game Pass, Gold. Now, that is about 40 quid. 
But if you go on CD keys, you can get a special yeah, offer on list. three years, which I did. So CD keys, you can buy for, I think it's thirty one ninety nine for That's, one year. Yeah. Kieran, do you want to check off how much three years is when I'm talking? I will do so that. So 31 for one year. So what you then do, you can do it two ways. You can buy them. After, so buy your year, redeem it on your Xbox, and it will say to you, um, you know, oh, Xbox like gold, blah, 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 grant. Then after that, you want to buy a one month's. So you can do have a choice here, and Kieran can be right. You can buy a one month's Game Pass Ultimate, or you can buy a one or a, like it's like a two week trial to Game Pass Ultimate. As soon as you redeem that code, it will prompt you: Do you wish to convert your existing gold membership to Game Pass Ultimate for one pound? You click yes. You click yes. And that's it. Then you have a year's Game Pass Ultimate, so your PC, your your console, for thirty six quid, say, for, say or forty one, which works out my bad mathematics. I think it's like three quid a month. Yeah. So that's quite the saving, and you can do it a maximum for three years. That's what back. I did. But you had, so I plan to do that now next week. Um, I'll probably just do the three years. So if I had ninety four pound, I got it for. Ninety-four pounds for three years of ultimate. That's unreal. Amazing, I mean, what's like the mathematics there. What's the mathematics? That's Don't a, work out the mathematics. That's, that's thirty-six see. months. 90, 90, oh. 93. Actually, thirty-one pound plus the pound, so ninety-four. Yeah. Uh, divided yeah. by thirty-six months is two pounds sixty a month. That's insane for what you're that getting. Is insane. So you'd spend more in the bakery. I got Doom Eternal on Game Pass. I got. And played it and buzzed off it. I'm gonna. I downloaded Back for Blood on Game Pass and loved it. And then that Tetris game as well. I'm just picking the last three, and so that's in the last month, and that paid for my three years. Because if I would have bought those separately, that would have been more yeah. than the ninety four pound in Game Pass. That's so crazy. yes, if your that's Game Pass crazy. is expiring, that's the way you do it. It is. So that's my plan now. Next week to do that to get that. Uh, you know, get uh, that. But so, make sure you wait to the day after because on the day that it expires, if you add any Xbox Gold, there's like a conversion tree that it uses. Yeah. So like if you try to add 12 months of gold, what it'll do instead is it'll add three months of Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Because they see it as being the same value. But whenever you yeah. expire whenever it expires and non-renews, go into your account and make sure that you don't have an auto renew on. I'm sure you don't anyway. But like yeah. if you turn your auto renew off and then let it expire so on the following day you should log into your account and see that you have no active subscriptions then when you add xbox live gold it'll just add gold it won't convert it to game pass ultimate and then you can pay for the conversion then to convert it as on a one-to-one -one basis that's the reason why you have I to have, leave it i need to actually check if i have that auto renewal on actually good shot i did um, by mistake and i i caught it like like a day or two before the end i uh I will probably call you when I'm doing this, you know, just to keep myself right. That's all right. I we'll go through yeah, it together. So that's the plan. We can post so, an update next week, sure, on the podcast or whenever oh, week yeah. it is. Later by Nola Stay Craig. tuned for that. I know. Um, so this is a strange one. So Alan Wick came out last week, right? Alan Wick remastered on PS5, PS4, Xbox, Xbox One, all the Xbox Series consoles, right? The PS5 slash PS4 version has outsold the Xbox version. Hmm. And, it's not, and it's, it's not on Game Pass. 
that is a very that is a strange one so uh, there's two reasons off the bat that i would think that that would happen one is that people on xbox have probably already played it so they're probably Mm -hmm. not as buzzed uh you know Mm -hmm. the fact that it's coming to playstation is probably bigger news than it's coming back to xbox the other one the other one is that i've noticed that people are kind of salty with uh or not salty they're kind of spoiled by game pass in a way mm-hmm. so when you have to pay for anything now i do it as well like for a new game is announced it's like yeah new game best game made specifically for kieran it's going to be his favorite i'm like is it on game pass like, straight uh, away that's my hangs on game pass like uh there's a, a group chat um or like a, well, it's not a group chat it's a discord that i'm a member of and everyone was talking about back for blood and one guy was like nah man i'm not gonna, i'm not playing it not playing it and they were like why why not and he was like, yeah, it's like 60 quid. I don't know if I can justify 60 quid on it. And mm. everyone else was like, it's on fucking Game Pass. And he's like, oh, well, I've got a PlayStation. And everyone was yeah. just like, rip. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone that is is buzzing off this game and is like, yeah, I can't wait. This is class. Uh, are all playing it on Game Pass. I haven't actually, I, I haven't confirmed, spoke to anybody yet that actually went out and bought it. I, uh, my, my younger brother, he, uh, we game share on PlayStation and his nose was a wee bit out of joint when he asked, are we going halves on this on PlayStation? <laughs> but I was like, I have Xbox. I, <laughs> my but he has, a P- he has a PC. I was always just get it on PC because it's cross play and everything. But he was like, no, I'll just buy it. And he was a wee bit salty about it. But, you know, say la vie. Such I know. This is oh. it. But I think you're probably right. I think more people are more hyped for it who never got to play it on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, so I think that could be it. Um, and again, they haven't disclosed any numbers here. But again, I say, like, I purchased it digitally on Xbox because I, I think I said it last week. I would feel weird playing it on PlayStation because to me, it's an Xbox game. It's like yeah. people who play Crash Bandicoot on a Xbox or or a Nintendo, it's, it's just weird to me because, again, I always synonymize it with PlayStation. So I, um, I, I don't really mind. I'm not really that much of, of a Puritan, but at the same time, I have this, I always have this this notion, like I played the Crash trilogy and the Spyro trilogy, yeah. and the entire time that I was sitting playing through it, I was sitting like, man, it's so weird playing this on an Xbox controller. Like, yeah. it's always in the back of your mind. So even though I'll happily sit and play it on my platform of choice, I'm like, yeah, it still feels weird. Do you know what I mean? It feels strange to be like, uh, it's a, it's the wrong controller almost. Even though it's not, it's released natively, it's fine, but it just feels different. Uh, have I ever told you about my ten-year bet with your future brother-in-law? Uh, no, fun man. So, so I, I can a, be, I can be an an arbiter, ar, an arbitrary of this then. So last year, just before lockdown, let's just say Christmas twenty twenty. Right. I made a ten-year ten-year bet with your future brother-in-law, and this is a controversial one, and people are going to go, you're know, crazy, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. By twenty thirty, by the end of twenty thirty. And if we're still going on this podcast and God spares us and we're all still here, if I, I'm wrong, I don't even know, I can't even remember what we bet, but this is my claim. By 2030, Halo, the Halo, not the entire, it could be just a Halo game, Halo will be on PlayStation. You think so? Yeah. And you're going to have those same people going, I can't play this in PlayStation controller. This is weird. Yeah. So that's my. 10 year bet I'm a year on so 9 years to go I think it's I, I, it's inevitable I think it's going to happen Xbox are not really 
pr- as protective about their exclusives uh, as Sony are, it's going to happen. Well, um, there was there was a, there a was whole conversation. Sorry, going on. There was mumblings about it at the end of the PS4 life cycle about bringing Halo over to PlayStation. Um, it never happened. Um, but but the fact that they, you know there's chat there was chat that it was going to be on the Switch. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, that's what I was just about to bring up about X Cloud on the Switch. And like yeah, playing your so, cloud games on Switch. Um, I mean, you can already get achievements in Minecraft and sign in with your gamer tag and stuff. So it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibility. Paul Spencer has been very vocal. He wants a software everywhere. Yeah. And if you have a player base of like 100 plus million, the PS5 has reached 12 million years sold there as of last week in less than a year. It's the fastest sound console ever. He's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's not fanboy. He's a businessman. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm telling you, it might be like a streamed form, or it might be the fact that you can play. The fact I actually think I sent someone a photo there about three weeks ago. The fact that you, I could purchase Master Chief on my PlayStation and play as Master Chief in Fortnite. You know, I yep. can actually go into the Fortnite store today on my PlayStation into the PlayStation store and buy Master and purchase Chief. Master Chief. It's going to happen. See, this I'm is the thing. You. It's it. it why i mean we've always known this from the start is that hardware is where the money like is uh, is lost by all these companies like they make a loss on hardware they have to make the money back on the software and since microsoft are putting so much weight behind x cloud now yeah um like why wouldn't you want it on any screen or device that you can get your hands on um which by the way have you tried x cloud yet I dabbled at it uh, when it first came out. I just thought it was okay, but that blew, was very like that was months ago. Blew my mind. I oh, was really? lying. I was lying, right? And I was like, I'll try and launch it and see. And I did the thing on iOS where you go into the beta and save the wee bookmark to your to your home screen and all, and it was fine. And I opened it, and there was a wee launch button, and I launched Skyrim. And you know why it's a black <laughs> screen? For Skyrim, mm-hmm. and you can connect your Xbox controller. Like if it's a Bluetooth Xbox One controller, you can connect it to your your phone. So I had one yeah. lying in the room, and I turned it on and connected it to my phone. And then you hear the the wee drums in the intro for Skyrim, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, "Holy fuck, this is I'm lying in my bed playing Skyrim on my phone, and I've got my Xbox controller, and I'm just fucking around. And I wanted one of those wee clips, you know, the phone clips for the controller. Yeah. And I was sitting, yeah. and I was like, "This is just insane. This is just." It, it was it was one of those moments you know the moments you always talk about like when you first swing Bowser around in Mario 64 oh yeah that moment yeah. of like holy fuck like I'm a, this is actually happening that was one of them for me was lying in bed playing Skyrim on my phone streamed from like a streaming service now I I, I, yeah. I still think yes it is very internet dependent I wouldn't rely on it if I was like going away to, like if I was going over to England again like I'd bring my switch I'd bring something native yeah. with me I wouldn't like rely on it but it's just mad they they see it working and I was like you know what? and now that you're talking about like oh they're going to bring it they like or it, like you believe they're going to bring you know the uh Halo or at least the Xbox suite of games over the PlayStation or other mm-hmm. like things I I think it is going to be under and XCloud's going to be the way on could be yeah could be the way on I don't know anywhere. Um, I, 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 I just think see what special with five G. Like five G will become the norm probably, and again in the next ten years, five G will be the norm. And yeah, 
uh, you know, in certain areas where you have gigabytes per second rather than megabytes per second. Yeah, I think you'll Aye, see streaming then. then really kick off. You know, really, really kick off. Um, people, a lot of people don't like streaming because it is so unreliable. Uh, but I think when five G, when five G becomes the norm, I think broadband will have to up its game or yeah. they're in trouble. Um, but um, that's when I think you'll definitely, definitely, uh, you'll you'll see people going out just to buy a tablet just to stream XCloud. Yep. You know, or PlayStation Now or whatever. Um, but um, no, I dabbled on it very, very early in its life cycle. And I just thought, nah, it was okay. Um, but no, definitely, no, you, you piqued my interest there. I might try it on my iPhone. One um, one so. change I would make to the XCloud system, I was thinking about this recently, and I was like, you know what? One change I would make, and this would definitely get some converts over it. I think it would settle some people because I know that people aren't necessarily like against it. It's just that people are kind of unsettled by it. Because it's like, uh-huh. I like my physical games, I like Notice Run natively, blah, blah, blah. What I would do is I would, every, this it's a new thing I would do, right? If I if now fucking Microsoft phoned me and went, hey, everybody's left, you're now the head, you're like next in line. And I'd be like, right, first yeah. thing I'd do, any physical game you buy, I would give people a digital copy. And I would then... Uh, no, I would make it like a like an offer, like a like a like a month long thing. All right, so everybody's yeah. going to be clamoring. It means yeah, you're going to take a hit on your digital sales because people mm-hmm. are going to be buying them used. You're going to give me your game. We're going to get versions of it. Bloody bloody blah. It's going to be a nightmare for a month. All right, but for that yeah. month, you're selling XCloud like mad, and you're saying try it on XCloud, try it on XCloud, 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 and I would also tie in forty eight hours free of Game Pass Ultimate anytime. Yeah. No, whenever you convert a game. So yeah. everybody's getting a wee touch of Game Pass on xCloud for that one month and anybody yeah. that buys physical will convert over. And that, I think, would allow... It would be a nightmare, aye, but if you wrote it off as a marketing... Co- I know, like, if you thought of it as a marketing cost, yeah. then all of a sudden then, the people who are unsettled now have no reason not to try it. And once I tried it, it's it, it settled me. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. made, it made me go right. I could see myself actually using this and enjoying it, and yeah. still, you know, still, you know. I mean, geez, I pretty much play only digital games now. Anyway, Game Pass is kind of attrition me in that direction. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But uh, that you know, there's there's definitely something there. There's a strategy there for them. I think. I can. That's all our breaking news. My goodness! Do you want to give us a wee plug there? There we go. So that's all of our breaking news. Or, or what? Right, just we're going to go behind the scenes here. We said, what section are we moving on to next? We're going to talk about the Switch OLED. We're going to talk about Switch OLED, Mason. So before we get into the main section of our podcast, I just want to remind you all that if you want to leave us any questions or any topics that you would want us to bring up or any of your own breaking news or anything like that, which will probably have broken by the time we get around it, but that's how we do things around here, then you can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app. You go to anchor.fm slash oneupcast, click on the message button. You can record us a wee message, like some of our questions this week, and we can play them back on the podcast. Or you can just drop us a wee message for something that you would like to hear on the show. If you don't want to leave us voice messages, you can send us messages and just keep up to date with what we're doing on Twitter by following me at HarryAtomicYT, following Daniel at Ferryman5000, or following the OneUpCast Twitter at oneup underscore cast. That's all words. O-N-E-U-P underscore cast on Twitter. Anyways, tell me all about this new Switch OLED. I'm dying uh, to hear about it. Right. So, 
I went on the big rant there about Nintendo there mm-hmm. and the process. However, I didn't actually talk about the console, so I want to talk about the console. So I've had the console now for about five days, five, six days. Right. Now, for context, I was... So a lot of people were like, oh, I'm not getting this new Switch because there's no power upgrade. I was always going to get a new Switch, and it just happened to be at the time they announced a new one because my battery, I had I had a launch day Switch. My battery life was awful. Uh, the kickstand at the back just kept falling off. Yeah, mine's and, tanked uh, and my kickstand's fucked as well. Mine's loves in the dark it, now. And it was just, how, how would you say it was, it was well, it was like I, I, I it was well loved. It was well loved. So I always wanted to get a newer one. But I always, I never really found a justification to do it. But then they announced a new one, uh, and I was like, like you know what, do it. And then I got such a great trade-in price from yourselves. I was like, fucking do it. Um, so as soon as I turned it on, and this is before the transfer fiasco, you can immediately see the difference. So when you left the switch out of its dock, now it's plastic. It's a plastic piece of kit. Yeah. As soon as you take it out of the box, it's a glass screen. It's like lifting like an iPhone or a Samsung out of its box, you immediately see the difference before you even start playing it. Yeah. Like, by looking at it, the fact that it's glass, uh, it's heavier. Uh, that new kickstand at the back is a thing of beauty. I've seen it. it. It's like the whole back folds. Oh, the it's whole like back a panel. Folds, but you, can, you, you can adjust it to any any height you want. Oh. So if you want it, if you, it's, it is glorious. It is absolutely glorious. Um. They got one thing wrong, I think, in terms of, you know, where you take your cartridges out? Yes. Um, it's a fucking nightmare for people who are riddled with anxiety, like me, who have no fingernails. I can't get it open. I literally have to use, like, a, a piece of plastic or a toothpick to open my cartridge slot. So it's a nightmare to get games out of it. Um, but I'm hoping over time, you know, taking cartridges in and out, you know, that we find will listen and get bit, easier. Yeah, it'll settle in. But... That OLED screen, Jesus Christ, it is a thing of glory. And they say spec-wise it is 0.8 inches bigger. Yeah. However, that I'm convinced it's bigger. Because see when you're holding it in your hand, I primarily played on the television. This so The bezel's smaller see, too, I, though, is it not? Yeah. I, so that so could account for maybe it? Maybe that's what it is. That could be it. But I haven't played it on the tv since i got it i have been playing handheld the whole time because the screen is so beautiful it is so crisp yeah i am playing super mario 3d world at the moment and uh it is it is stunning it is absolutely gorgeous and that oled screen is just so so crisp and like i love oled anyway i have an oled television for my playstation and xbox oled is fantastic i know there's downsides with burning and everything but you know, you had to have a static image for over a hundred hours, and when does that happen? Time. Um, it, it's just so, so it's so crisp. So, to me personally, if you're on the fence about getting one, and does it justify the upgrade? Um, for me, it does, definitely does, and I would highly recommend. It's one of those things. It's you have to see it to believe it. Uh, a friend of mine called into work there the other day to collect something off me and I showed it to him and he, even he was like wow look at that it just feels premium it yeah. just looks it's like a sexy bit of kit but fantastic but why this in my head actually Super Mario 3D World I only discovered something that has blew my mind there with a flare about 
two weeks ago, and I'm going to tell you now because I know for a fact you don't know about this. Right. Um. So in Super Mario 3D World, it's a Wii U game. Yep. And it's a and it's ported to the Switch. So I had it on the Wii U. Didn't finish it in the Wii U. It just went meh. Eh. Yeah, the it, extra I like the castle levels and the star levels. No, they were yeah. about. I think the difficulty curve yeah. was about much for me, and I just went nah. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to grind it out. Well, this is a beautiful segue. So what do you hear? So uh, to me, I just thought it was kind of by the numbers. I think I got to like World Four. Yeah. On the way, you guys and I, I traded it on, and I just and I love Mario games. Um, it it definitely just, it didn't just, feel. It, yeah, it felt like a mobile game almost me. in a way. Yeah. So it then came out the Switch, and then I have daughters, and my oldest daughter is obsessed with Princess Peach, obsessed with her, and you can play as her. So. We, we purchased it again. And again, we did the same thing where we got to like World 4 or 5. We played it together and we left it at that. And mm-hmm. I've, I think this game's out almost a year now. Then I traded on my Switch to yourselves. It sat in the cupboard. And I said to myself, one day I'll go back and complete it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then on my lunch about two weeks ago, I was watching a recommended YouTube algorithm video where the, the, the top 10 hardest uh nintendo or mario levels of all time yep and i was watching it and going for it and they're talking about lost levels mario 2 etc etc and then they talk about number one and number one was super mario 3d world champions road yep don't even hey? uh oh, have you played this oh yeah that's that's the part i was on about where the difficulty curve I was have... just way too high and i went nah right. man fuck this i've got no time for it so I have never heard about this before. It is so a guy, insane. a guy who I work with, a guy who I work with, loves 3D World, loves it. And I said to him, "What's this?" Because once he started talking about it, I didn't watch the video then because I wanted to keep it fresh for yeah. myself. And uh, so I just asked, "I was like, Johnny, what's Champions Road?" And he actually looked at me as if, you know, he went sheet white with fear. Hmm. He must have been playing Hello Neighbor as well. Uh, <laughs> He, he went sheet white. He's all, how do you not know about this? I was like, I don't know about this. What is this? So in Super Mario 3D World, in every level, there's three green stars. There's yep. a stump, and then there's a golden flagpole. So to get the golden flagpole, you have to get to the very top of the flagpole. In every level, you have to get all three stars, get the stump, and get the golden flagpole. Yep. Then it unlocks 40 additional levels, which it is believed in the circles of Reddit that these 40 additional levels were taken away or taken, they were planned to be basically Mario Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, no, bullshit. But I have now unlocked these 40 additional levels and I have played them last night and they are, they, they are. But then at, on these 40 levels, you get to collect the three green stars again and the gold. And, and as you say, the difficulty spite is fucking insane. Yeah. So I am currently in the process of going towards Champions Road a guy at my work again, Johnny, same guy, he has had Champions Road unlocked for the past six months and still hasn't beaten it. Apparently, the success rate for Champions Road is less than 1% in the Switch player place. Yeah, I would believe so, it. So, I am stepping up to the mantle. I am going to do it. You're going to be in the and top I, 1% of Mario players? I'm going to be in the top 1%, so I'm grinding towards it now, so I'll keep you updated on that. Yes. But in a nutshell, all I want to say is that the Switch OLED is a thing of beauty if you're on the fence believe me jump on you'll thank me you'll thank me so that's all i had to say about that so if you 
we are going to go into questions now. If you're going to give us one final plug here. We are going to give you one final plug because that's what we do on this show. So again, uh, we are going to now do our, our questions. This week we've had four questions come in, but the first two are going to be voice messages left through the Anchor app. If you want to leave us a message, you know the drill by now. It is uh, anchor.fm slash oneupcast. Click on the wee message icon. You can record us a message. Or like our last two questions, if you want to send us a, a question which we can just read out and answer on air, um, you can send us a Twitter DM uh, to myself through uh, Twitter at HarryAtomicYT, to Daniel at Ferryman5000, or to our OneUpCast Twitter, which is OneUp underscore cast. That's O-N-E-U-P underscore cast. Anyways, let's move on to the first question sent in by Josh. Hey, guys. Uh, I love listening to the podcast, and it's uh, great to have you back every week. It's uh, always a joy on Fridays. I was wondering, have either of you ever had a massive fanboy phase in your life for one platform i'd say pc uh, any nintendo platform playstation xbox uh if you did how insufferable were you during it because i certainly had a period like this and looking back on it now i was awful and if you did have a period like this how did you break out of it for example now i play every platform but i used to be a massive fanboy for one and i'm all the better for it now because there's so many good games on every single platform and if you haven't had a phase like this have you had any experiences with people who are thanks and keep up the great work what a what a great question what a fantastic question it, it actually made me smile because uh, Josh actually asked, you know, fanboy phase for a particular franchise and how did you get out of it or do you know anyone? I'm still in one, Josh. <laughs> 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 I am that asshole. I have not broken out of it. So if you can tell me how to break out of the Smash Brothers Ultimate Cycle. Jesus Christ. By all means, I'm <laughs> fucking obsessed. Anybody can't get on that time. I honestly, I honestly think, right? See if you're going in the bar tonight and somebody's looking at your woman or somebody's looking at your man and there's beef. Just break out, smash. Just well, listen, I'm break gonna out. bit the, the fuck out of you. Hey, no items. <laughs> no items. Omega, no items. Of course. Oh, it's, I am obsessed with Smash Brothers. I for the past four years, four years. Oh my god, I'm actually going to. There's a picture of me. Uh, on launch day holding the special edition because of course I had to do the special edition of course um, uh, holding the box and oh absolutely I'm still on that cycle I know I, I know the game's done now um, Sora was the last character announced and the game is done uh, but I maybe the cycle will break then maybe you know now after a while you know everything but I'm not so much in that cycle I buy characters that I've never heard of they, they announced <laughs> and I'm like, okay I will buy that because it's Smash Brothers oh this is seven pound okay I don't know who it is but I will buy it take my money <laughs> uh it's oh uh, it's a vicious like I, I I am insufferable I was literally counting out day down days to launch um I'm just clean obsessed with it. I still am obsessed with it. In the room that I'm recording this podcast in, I am surrounded by about 40 Amiibos. And I occasionally glance at them and go, that's good there. <laughs> and uh, I have the collector's edition box uh, staring at me as well. I, I just, that this franchise as a whole, I love it. And Daddy Sakurai, as I call him, the developer, that's he's, that man's got the biggest dick. <laughs> fucking love him <laughs> so by all means i can't get out of this cycle kieran what about you me well uh what i do is i just start a youtube channel every time i get obsessed with something <laughs> and the way to get out of it is to stop uploading videos 
<laughs> so so you youtube is your game youtube is my game um well i'll elaborate a wee bit more because uh, like right so my main fanboy phase for ages was the xbox 360 back whenever the 360 was new all right and i was like i fucking love it playstation's fucking and i the thing was so and this was this was the part of myself that like i didn't like all right is that i took yeah. i took pleasure in seeing playstation doing badly all right so do you remember the playstation mm-hmm. outage the one it was whenever fucking portal portal 2 came out and everyone yeah. was dying to play it online, but there was a big PlayStation outage and it was down for like yeah, a month because yeah. they got hacked. Mm-hmm. I yeah. reveled in that. Absolutely oh, loved really? it. All right, reveled. But that's that was the thing though, all right? And then I didn't think much of it. That was fine. Then I moved on and I started doing YouTube videos because I wanted to learn how to do YouTube. It was back in whenever I started doing like my daily uploads and I got obsessed yeah. with Steam. Uh-huh. And like Steam PC, man, gotta download PC, never have to update your drivers, it's fucking great. Um, yeah. And it had its problems as it does, as we've seen today, but the thing is, is that you, you blind yourself and you ignore the problems, they uh-huh. they keep up the, the facade almost, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So after a while, started getting a bit more settled. Uh, started calm down about met Tash, which was great because I kind of like mm-hmm. it. Sho- it shocked me like out of my comfort zones, so I started yeah. doing things that I wouldn't normally do. And then eventually, whenever I came back around, I made a. I was searching for something to do on YouTube. I'd done so many different videos, and I thought I'll go back to do an Xbox 360. But I, I actually made this decision. I said I'm going to come back to it from the perspective because in my head, all right, Harry Atomic does isn't me. It's it's a it's a character that I play on YouTube. What? It, it's nice because it means that whenever somebody slags off Harry Atomic, I can just turn around and go, well, that's, you don't know who I am, so it's not me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was yeah. almost a defense mechanism at the start, but now it's just like a separate sort of thing. It also helps you get in a mindset. And I was like, yeah. I want this this character. Let's just call it a character. Not, And I don't mean this to sound pretentious, but I want this character to be dead happy about the fact that he loves this one thing. All right? And he's going to be one-dimensional as fuck. He's going to love this one thing and he's not going to dislike anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's what I did. And it turned out that it actually helped me in because I was like, do you know what? If you don't, if you like something, then you ride the fucking wave. You enjoy it as much as you want. Uh, uh, case in point, you hear me talk about it all the time. I'm obsessed with Flesh and Blood. I'm literally sorting Flesh and Blood cards now as we're talking because I fucking love it mm-hmm. so much. But I don't, but it, they have wild beef at the moment with Magic the Gallery, all right? Uh-huh. And there's a lot of people that come on being, oh, man, I love Flesh and Blood, but I fucking hate Magic. And I'm like, no, nah, don't want to get involved in that side of it. I want to enjoy the thing I enjoy, but I don't want to dislike something else because I enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if yeah. you like something, ride the wave, enjoy it. It's great. Talk to people about it. Bend people's ears. Fuck it, go mad. I annoy Tash all the time talking about fucking Back for Blood and Pokemon and all the other stuff I enjoy. But as long as you don't dislike something else at the yeah. cost of it like I'll sit down and yeah. play a PlayStation game I'll talk to you about PlayStation stuff all the time I'll slag Xbox if they're doing something shitty as mm-hmm. well as long as you can keep your rational head on and you keep your feet in the ground then just ride the yeah. wave and enjoy it be a fanboy fucking love it but don't be look. just just don't let the poisonous side of it come in if you can keep that at bay then it's it's all it's all roses very poignant do you want to play Smash Bros? <laughs> Oh yes, I have to enjoy Smash now, don't I? After saying that, fuck's sake, right? 
Fucking hell. <laughs> so moving on, we have an our voice question. We do, and it's from, uh, funnily enough, it's from Josh. Oh, Josh, back at it again. Back at it again. Love the question so much, you did it twice. Hey, guys. We've had some really, really good entries in 2021 so far. What would you say is your favorite game so far of 2021? And what are you really looking forward to in 2022 or the rest of this year? Thanks. So Josh just loves that Anchor app. Just loves the Anchor app. You could go on the anchor.fm slash one upcast, click on message, record your wee voice, send it into us, just like Josh did twice. But anyways, what's that your favorite? Because I was, I was going to ask you, how do you do that, Kieran? But they, you, just, you just knew. I just know. You just knew. Psychically linked. So my favorite game, Josh, uh, of this year so far has to be Deathloop on the PS5. Uh, again, because I touched on it there a couple of weeks ago, it is a first-person shooter, but they they use a lot of mechanics that are involved with a lot of shooters now at the moment. But there's such a fresh spin on it all, mm-hmm. and it's such replayability. I plan to go for the platinum trophy um, because the trophies are really fun. It's not like insane challenges. It's kind of like launch a target under the air and snipe them out of the air, things like that that are fun. Um, yeah. It's such a unique take on a game. I wouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10 that some places are giving it, but it is a fantastic, fantastic game that uh, Pefesta and Arcane Studio should definitely promote the love and hell about this Christmas because it needs to sell because it's so, so, so good. Um, then, so probably then, next, my next favourite game this year so far has been consuming now for the past five days is probably Mario 3D World, a game that I wasn't really in. Hmm. in in love with but now it has consumed me for this end goal uh i'm on the star world now and it is so it's it's very difficult but i'm loving the difficulty spike it kind of makes me feel like i'm accomplishing something (laughs) in a mario game if that makes sense yeah so and in terms of looking forward to next year i cannot wait for elden ring oh i cannot wait Uh, i don't know if you've seen this game it's uh made by um, from software developers of Dark Souls and Sekiro right. but they're doing it up, and it's being written by uh, Game of Thrones guy what it's called what do you call him can't remember his name I think it did, I think it did. see the, the, there was like a cinematic trailer wasn't there J.R.R. Martin J.R.R. Martin there you go uh, so it's it's an open world game and it's going to be kick my ass and I I actually look forward to the challenge, so I really, really can't wait for that. And then a, a special mention then uh, to Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West, and then obviously I don't think we're going to get Breath of the Wild two next year. If we do, brilliant. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, so, Kieran, what is your favorite game that this year? I have a feeling you don't have anything. So. My, oh, actually, I've got three. Funnily enough, uh, okay. So my favorite games of this year are uh, Back for Blood. Uh, the beta was fucking class and I hope that they didn't like you know just completely bollocks it up so I'll, we'll find out at some point this weekend uh, Pokemon Snap new Pokemon Snap amazing and then I'm gonna cheat and say Flash and Blood <laughs> because yeah, I never fuck up about it and yeah, next year uh, Breath of the Wild 2 I uh, I, I mean that's that's kind of goes without saying if it does happen um, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Legends Arceus there's like a, uh-huh. an, an open world that's not really open world Pokemon game that's just Breath of the Wild with Pokemon. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. It, I mean, it's just right up my street. And then uh, if it if it comes out, Starfield. Like, I'm really interested to see what... Oh, yes. How yes. Bethesda kind of go for that. And also, just on a complete side note as well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's oh. Revenge. 
I was hoping Santa would get, bring us that, but I think you're right. It's going to be pushed to 2021. See, this is me. This is me setting my own expectations because I was hoping mm-hmm. it would come this year as well. But I'm trying to not get my hopes up, and so I'm just saying 2022. But if it comes out this year, then brilliant. But anyways, exactly. thank you very much, Josh, for leaving us two questions. Uh, it was uh, good fun chatting away. Who and we have two more questions. You got two. Speaking text. of two more questions, so I've got a two-point question from Rambo. Rambo, he is OG day one listener, I know, and we love sending us on questions, and we love interacting with him. So Rambo, shout out to you, sir, and thank you for the amen. Uh, friend the of the PM show last week as well. Friend of the show, great guy. Sent me a wee PM last week for insomnia advice too. Great guy. Um, he's asked a two-part question, so we're going to have to forgive us, Rambo. It's going to be on homework for next week's episode. He's asked us, have we seen the Resident Evil uh, Netflix adaptation official trailer? I haven't watched it. Um, so well, I'll he, put it in the document for that. next week's show notes, so we and we'll watch it. We'll actually that. have a whole chat about it. We'll watch that next week, and we'll address that. Um, so... Because you've had kind of asked three questions in the one, but we'll address them too in next week's show. We'll have a Rambo section next um, week. But Rambo wants to know, we'll have a Rambo section. Rambo wants to know, Kieran, are we getting a Harry slash Kieran solo episode? We probably will whenever it comes to, uh, you probably, I would say whenever it comes to Christmas time and you'll be flat out. Yeah. We'll probably get a solo yeah, so that's one. More likely it will happen in uh, December uh, when the retail and I, I get, I just can't, don't have the time to come out. So, it's definitely going to happen at some point. At some point, and I, I, you, I, you I can judge us then. I owe you one. Uh, you can judge us and then hear who's a better podcaster, and then we'll play Smash Bros to find out who's a yes. better podcaster. <laughs> so, last question is from Peter. Uh, so, if you've made it this far, the show, Peter, you're the last one for the show. So, uh, he's genuinely interested. He's saying, "Daniel's from such a big family. I do. I have five brothers, two sisters." And we've all grown up and we have our own kids and everything like that as well. So how did you all work out the gaming? Did you just share the same machine? Did you have a different console? Uh, he gave in last Christmas and he's got a second PS4. So Peter is also, he's my cousin. He also has a big family. I think he has five kids as well. Mm-hmm. So he's just asking then, should I buy them all PS4? So believe it or not, to answer your question, Peter... It was only two people in the house that was really into gaming. Myself and my younger brother, Shane. The rest of them weren't really into it at all. So it wasn't never really a problem. I think it, we kind of cl- uh, came at an issue uh, later, uh, you know, when we had our teenager years where everyone wanted to start playing FIFA. Uh, but there was one Christmas when the, my mum and dad got two Mega Drives with the exact same games on it. Amazing. <laughs> Thinking... I'm thinking that you know there would be fights, but it never happened because it was again it was just me playing them, so it it never really became an issue. Uh, I'm the family nerd, uh, and then my brother, who's now a computer software engineer, is probably a bigger nerd. Um, so it, it was it was never really an issue. I mean, if if ever if all five year kids are gamers, pff, good luck to you because you're going to have very expensive birthdays and Christmases going forward. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend getting. A couple of PS4s, um, you know, don't buy them all PS4s. I would, if anything, go onto the route of games where you can play split screen because split screen's kind of making a comeback now. Oh, I love it. It's like, so good. Of the likes of Overcooked, Smash, buy them a Switch, buy them Smash, Peter, buy Smash Brothers. I can't encourage this type of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> buy Smash Brothers. There's 80 characters in the game. There should, be, there should be one of them, though, like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
and then I'll beat them up and leave them crying, and they'll never want to play kid games again. <laughs> so, Kieran, I think that's our show. I think that's the show this week. My goodness, that was great fun. Anyways, uh, just one final plug, plug, plug before we go. Uh, if you want to leave us any questions, you can do so uh, by going to anchor.fm slash oneupcast, clicking the message button, and you can record a wee voice message for us. Or, like our last two questions, you can send us uh, either a DM or you can tweet us. Uh, you can tweet me at uh, YT, Daniel at Ferryman5000, or you can uh, follow the show's Twitter at oneup underscore cast. That's O-N-E underscore cast on Twitter. But anyways... I think that's our show this week. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, and we'll see you guys next time. All the best. Bye.